Okay, in three, two, one. Good morning, everybody. Good afternoon, good evening, good night. My name is Vusani, and I'm sitting across from Sizwe Moyo. That's me. And we are the hosts of your girlfriend's favorite podcast, and this is another brand new episode. Yeah, yeah. So, thank you. Hey. We're back, we're back Another week, what are we on? Episode 66? Yeah, 66 Oh man, beautiful Tom's One Goss. six away from some devilish figures <laughs> <laughs> What do you feel about that, bro? That whole 666 thing, man like, Yeah, I'm worried of it <laughs> Really? I'm worried of everything, man okay. Whether or not I really believe in everything I'm always just yeah. worried of things yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm pretty much a Where there's smoke, there's fire kind of person so what do you feel about 777 being the angelic yeah. figures? I mean, you don't really see it popping around too much. Yeah. You yeah. see 666 a lot more often. Yeah. Yeah. Why is that? I don't know. <laughs> I, I did spot some weird symbolisms. You know, like the, the is it a pentagram? Penta yeah, 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 the star thing. Yeah, yeah like yeah, yeah. The, the evil one when it points down. Yeah, uh, we yeah. did, me and Eddie did spot it in a movie we were watching. Oh, yeah. Like where a teacher was like, it was just like a normal movie, one of these movies from the 90s or whatever. Mm. I'm trying to think what it was. I can't remember. But in the one scene, the teacher's just writing on the school board. Mm-hmm. And like to make like a star to like write the heading or topic, she like drew the pentagram. And I was like, hold up, I paused. I was like, hold up. <laughs> uh, do you see this? And Eddie was like, yeah, I oh, see yeah. that. I was like, these people ain't slick. Uh, okay, <laughs> like, so it's back to like the whole uh, Illuminati thing all over again. It's like, yeah. okay, we see these subliminal symbols in <laughs> movies. For what reason, bro? What are you trying to prove? I don't know. What, what was the movie even about? Was it a horror movie? No, like, that's the thing. It was not horror. It was nothing. It's just action. a regular movie. It was just a regular, regular movie. <laughs> I'm just like, ah, okay. That's kind of weird, man. Yeah. That's kind of weird. Anyways. But anyway, shout out to. Uh, I forget our missing co-host, Allison. She's not mm-hmm. missing. She's just not present today. Mm-hmm. She has she's other at, commitments. She's at church, I think. Yeah. Yeah, so shout out to Allison. That's our third member of the team, our third leg. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Ugh, this nigga's spitting right now. <laughs> Right. <laughs> okay, new digs, new digs on the soundboard. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, let's get into it, man. The new episode. Talk to me. How was your week, actually? Oh, man, my week. My week is just, it's quite repetitive, you know? Nothing really that interesting. I went to gym a couple times this week. I'm probably going to go again today. Nice. So, in general, I'm feeling better, you yeah, know? Yeah, um, My weekend was fire. I can't even, can't even front on that. I just got back this morning from my lady's house, you know, yeah, went to an art gallery, ate some food, you know, <laughs> so we did, man, we had some Rocco Mamas, because we love Rocco Mamas, Shout out Rocco's. Yeah. you know, got drunk a little, <laughs> you know, yeah, it's just a lot of fun, man, just unproblematic, wholesome fun, you know. Unproblematic, also. Yeah. I like that. I like yeah, that. Yeah. That was dope. Did you understand the art you were seeing on the walls? I'm not going to lie. Look, okay, my girlfriend is an artist, right? She draws and she paints and that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. And one of the modules that I'm doing is visual literacy, which teaches you how to look at art, not just as a layperson, but actually understand what you're looking at. So I won't like going to an art gallery with somebody that 
appreciates art and is an artist and me myself learning art you know through school it was like really dope bro because we could look at these things and be like okay we kind of know what's going on here it's not just abstract the way everything else is when you're looking at art it's like why did this person do this okay we can kind of come up with a few conclusions so yeah that art gallery date was different i've been on a few of those but that one was different just because we both got it you know yeah, I, I, I get that. So I, 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 I really enjoyed myself, man. I really, I really liked it, bro. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That How about fun. yours, man? How was your week? How was your weekend? I saw you yeah. also went out. Yeah, yeah. I was out of Addy. Just yeah, went yeah. to some groove. Not really some groove. groove. <laughs> <laughs> Not really groove, but we just went out on a lunch date. Right, right, uh, right. I don't know. What's the time between lunch and dinner? That awkward moment, like four to seven. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, like, it's like a late, a late lunch. Yeah, like yeah. a late lunch. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we weren't too out too late for it to be official groove. Yeah. We weren't out too early for it to be just lunch. Yeah. We're in that mixed zone. But yeah, we went out to one of those trending places on the timeline. Took Tri- a, did you go to Sandek? Nah, <laughs> not Sandek. We, <laughs> we took a trip to Bold. It was, Bold. It was all right. Never heard of it. Yeah. It's just yeah. your typical place. Serve food, drinks, hubbly. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Oh yeah, we also went out to a place after work on Friday. It's called Escobar, not far from where we work. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's also like hubbly food drinks. Yeah. We just like okay, we'll buy takeout and just go drink. We got like yeah. super drunk. Got back to the house, you know, savagery ensued. <laughs> <laughs> I gave her the black hammer. <laughs> Uh, but nah, man, it was it was good fun. Yeah, like, yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a lot of fun this week. But without further ado, where where do you where where are you taking us? Where am I taking us? Yeah, uh, this week, I, uh, you know, we always do great research on this pod. Mm. So I went to the best search engine there is in the world, which is of course my brain, and <laughs> I came up with the topic. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's go. Let's go. Yeah, y'all run that back. Rewind on your on your phones. Listen to what I said. Uh, uh, so, <laughs> so the topic I I want to present y'all with. I did mm-hmm. tweet about it. Was mm. what's the difference between a life partnership mm. and a marriage? You know. It's funny enough, my topic connects to this, but it's cool. And, of cool. course, I went and did my Googling, you know, mm-hmm. and I saw that they said it's essentially the same thing, mm-hmm. except without the official, like, certificates and government papers and all of that hmm. and licensing. So it's, you're signing up for exactly the same thing without signing up for it if you do a life partnership. Because, obviously, marriage, you go to home affairs, you... Sign a marriage certificate. It's a legal document, yeah, basically, like a binding document. It's a yeah. legal, yeah, it's, it's legal binding. Yeah. However, a life partnership is the same as a marriage without all the legalities of it. So you're not legally binded to your partner, mm-hmm. but you guys just have that agreement that we're in this thing together. We're going to have our kids, raise them, you know. Yeah, why don't more people do that? Because I've like I think we've spoken about it on the podcast where I don't really understand the concept of marriage in in the terms of actually signing shit to say that we're married. Yeah. If you're choosing your person and that person is choosing you, why do you have to sign shit? That's the thing. I feel like we needed a third voice in here because yeah. 
I'm like either or. Yeah, like, you're indifferent about it. Yeah, like, I'm indifferent. Whether yeah. you get married or you yeah. just do a life partnership, to me, I don't really like have yeah. any. Yeah. I'm not against either option. Yeah, right. Because to me, I literally just see it as the same thing. Right. But I do know a lot of the people I've encountered in my life, mm-hmm. friends, all of that, do say they don't see a point to get married, like actually, actually sign married. Yeah, a yeah, document yeah. and put a ring on. Mm. They feel like they can just do a life partnership. The ring, I kind of get. It's a symbol. Yeah. Like to say, hands off, my nigga. <laughs> I'm yeah. married. I guess that could be one of the reasons, but like actually signing a document to say, this is my person. I'm now assuming their surname. It's a whole lot of Western, even patriarchal crap that we can honestly do away with. Not that I'm a, I'm against it, but we could do away with it. It's not necessary completely. If people do decide, I love this person. This is the person I want to spend the rest of my life with. Why do you have to change your surname? Do we even know the relevance of changing your surname after getting married? I've actually never looked into that. I've never I've looked never into it. But I can assume question. that it's got to do with ownership of a woman. If we're taking this all the way back to the really, really patriarchal <laughs> days. Back, take way back. <laughs> way, way back to the first marriage. <laughs> Dude, I'm convinced... Wa- uh, uh, Logic and Big Sean are the most quoted artists <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> it's always them. I don't know why. But anyways, <laughs> if we take it way back to the real patriarchal days, I know the ladies will be like, yeah, shit's still pretty patriarchal. I think this marriage thing has a lot to do with ownership, bro. Mm. Or representing that this person belongs to me. Or it's got, I don't know why you have to change your surname, bro. I have no idea. I need to research into this more. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Um, what I do know though about marriage is, well, marriage as we know it in the yeah. Western way, yeah, it is like rooted within Christianity, right? Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah that's true. So it is like Christ Christian type of marriages. Yeah. Yeah. These white weddings we see, right. or pagan, I guess you could say, pagan marriages. Okay. Um, but otherwise, I don't have too much facts other than the surface level knowledge on that. Mm, so I, mm. I, I'd, I'd like to revisit this with that. Yeah, true. But would you... What If, if it was up to you, mm-hmm. right? Mm. Ideally, whichever lady you fall in love with, right? Mm-hmm. It's time to decide. The ball's in your court. Mm-hmm. What, what would you do? Would you sign, get married, or just do a life partnership? Um, dude, I don't know. I'm very simple, bro. <laughs> I think marriage and signing things complicates things because there's this whole like communion of property shit, mm. and there's what do you call the other one? The other common type of marriage. I don't know, I don't know. but it's like where you own your own shit, and that other person owns their own shit. You leave the marriage should it end with what you came into yeah, marriage like you with. You sign like a prenuptial agreement, something like that, yeah. right? So. Yeah, I'm really simple. I'm be like, life partnership, what's yours is mine, essentially, but we can still argue about it later, legally. Yeah. (laughs) Whereas when you're married, you're tired. You're like, ah, shit, really not much I can do now. I don't know if you saw. Yeah. There's laws being passed now in South Africa where you don't have to be married for someone to take half. Half. Or if you die for someone to take over your estate. So, obviously, this works on a case-by-case type mm-hmm. of thing, mm-hmm. just so people understand. 
right? So don't now go around thinking, yeah, I can take all of my boyfriend stuff. Mm. No, it works case by case. Yeah. So lawyers will look into it, the judges, all of that. Mm-hmm. But there was an article now that came out recently, I think yesterday or the day before, even today, okay. about a domestic worker who was in a relationship with the guy that owned the house and whatever that hired her. And the guy died. He has no actual wife and other people to leave his estate to. No kin. But because him and the domestic worker had a romantic relationship at some point, she has now inherited his two properties. Whoa. So they were not married, but because they had an actual relationship, she is now gets to inherit his estate. Get your money, black woman. She and is black, right? Yeah. Clear. Okay. And so it's like now become a thing where people are saying like um, even like just dating boyfriend, girlfriend, you guys are in this serious relationship. You've been dating for a few years. Mm. You probably even live together. Mm. If your partner has to pass away or maybe you guys split, mm. you could actually take this to a legal battle to try and get things you feel like should belong to you in the split or should this person die. You can try and claim your share of what you believe should be yours from their estate. So I think we are are edging towards a point where marriage might become null and void in terms of its legalities of like who shares what. Mm. Because we're getting to a point now where it seems like you can get something from someone without being married to them. You just need to have... This nigga spinning right now. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> you like that new soundboard yeah, edition? I like that shit. <laughs> Don't yeah. ask me if I like something. <laughs> <laughs> you like that soundboard, don't you? <laughs> Caesar's wild, man. He's wild. <laughs> But he is right. Pause. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I do like that. <laughs> right. So you could get you could get a lot of things from your partner, including sexually transmitted diseases, and <laughs> as Caesar mentioned. So it seems like, like I was saying that, mm. yeah, marriage, in terms of this whole community of property and mm. stuff that we brought up, is becoming null and void. Mm. But this is on a case-by-case matter, of course. It's not just set laws that all relationships are like this now. So what are you doing, bro? Are you doing the life partnership, given the choice, or are you doing the marriage, given the choice? Because there's also the traditional aspect of this that we haven't considered yet. I think... uh, Cultural aspect, I should say. I'd get married, Mm -hmm. but I see it as a life partnership. Yeah, not as a business agreement. The way a lot of yeah. people see it, like some sort of business transaction. Like, yeah. For me, that's what I, I I think I like the way that a life partnership is described. Even just yeah. the name of it. It's yeah. a life partnership. Yeah. We're in this together. Yeah. Like yeah. for life. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's almost the same as when people call it like a soul bond or soul bonding. Soul tie. Soul tie. Like these sound way better to me than the marriage. word marriage. Yeah. Like they yeah. sound a lot better. They... Even just the title, if I going in depth, I get yeah. more info from it. Like, it's a soul tie. It's a yeah. life partnership. But I think our perception as young guys, our perception of marriage has been ruined. Like, if you have to think back to all your friends that 
have parents that were divorced because I've got a lot of those. Mm. The parents are divorced. They live with their stepfathers or their parents aren't in loving relationships. It can kind of like put you off of even the word marriage, let alone the whole idea. Because yeah. when you think about the idea, it's like, oh, shit, look what all these people are going through, bro. Why would I even want that for myself? Yeah. It's like, yeah, we're getting divorced over... Like one of my chick, one of my chick friends got divorced over. Okay, the nigga, the nigga cheated on their mom, right? The the father, her father cheated on her mom, and now that nigga's living his best life with the new woman. Mm. And they're you know in their house financially struggling. The house is dilapidated, hasn't been maintained in a long time. It's like, why would I want to go through that? Like that toxicity like you're living you're so rich and you won't even give a little bit to help your kid and your ex-wife to at least live a fucking life of integrity and decency bro Mm. like why like there's something toxic about marriage bro like if we're gonna keep it a bean like we can look at our parents and be like oh yeah marriage can definitely work and then you look at other instances you're like yo i I know man i think no like People can stay married for long, mm. but the key is, are they happily, happily married? married. Yeah. Exactly. There's a lot of people who are not happily married, Absolutely. but they can come at you and say, we've been married for 40 years. Mm. And it's like, but it could be 40 years of complete trash. <laughs> like, my Absolutely. Dear, like, <laughs> you're Absolutely. just sticking to your agreement legally. And yeah, so I don't the know. Convenience. But They're married out of convenience, basically. Yeah, but I'd, I'd get married. I think I'd still get married. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll go sign at the home affairs. But I would discuss it with my partner that it is a life partnership. Mm-hmm. Like I'd say, regardless of this certificate we've signed, I've already chosen you yeah. to go yeah. on this journey with me throughout my life. You but know? that's wild, bro. And Don't you think that your partner should already know that? Why is that something you guys need to discuss? Yeah, you know I feel I mean? like that's another thing. I've seen the argument. Yeah. Because I've seen, like you say, amongst the youth, a lot yeah. of men us young men, we tend to say we want life partnerships mm-hmm. and a lot of the young women tend to say they want marriages. Mm-hmm. And I've seen that the argument on their part is that they feel like marriage is a sign of commitment. And I always go, I don't understand how our commitment changes. Mm-hmm. Like this is my, always my retort. I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't understand how our commitment changes, whether or not we married, don't get married or do get married. Mm-hmm. Like we still in this together. But to them, they f- a lot of women do feel like marriage is that sign of this guy showing that he's really committed to me. Mm. And I'm just like, I, I, I can see why you say that in your head. In your head. But <laughs> listen, <laughs> but listen, bro, let's just keep it 100, man. Women have always romanticized and fantasized the idea of getting married. It's about their wedding day, bro. <laughs> Let's keep it a hundred, bro. Like uh, commitment, schnamitment, bro. In my opinion, commitment, <laughs> schnamitment. <laughs> what is that? It's like, dude, come on, bro. Like, women have had an idea of what they want to look like on their wedding day. It's like the same as the matric dance. Think about how hyped girls were for the matric dance. Yeah. All the niggas were like, yeah, after party. <laughs> we're like yeah. waiting for the after party so you know we could get drunk and hopefully get lucky like that's literally what was on the mind of guys on their matric dance women were like yo 
Bruh, you had girls that imported their dresses from America, from Thailand. Like, their parents really went all out for them. Chicks had their dresses specially made for them, spending 10k or more on dresses. Niggas were like, I... Okay, I'm not gonna lie, my suit was pretty expensive. But it wasn't my decision, okay? <laughs> it wasn't my decision. But we're like, we're gonna wear whatever looks fly, bro. Like, we're just gonna wear yeah. whatever looks fly. It could cost 3,000 rand, it could cost 8,000 rand. I'm just gonna wear whatever looks fly today. Nah, not women. It's like, we're going to take all the photos in the world. We're going to spend at least 3000 on our makeup and then another 10000 on our dress. Like, they've got an idea of what they want to look like. They don't care about the actual evening. How far are the photos going to look, bro? <laughs> Let's keep it 100, bro. Like, commitment, really. I'm saying, you're my person. I'm your person. Why don't you want to live your life with me? No, but I want you to sign the paper. No, you're a fucking liar. <laughs> they want a full wedding day, bro. They want the full wedding day. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. Yeah, it's, it's true. I don't know, man. For me, I feel like whoever's listening, mm-hmm. discuss it with your partner, actually. Have the mm-hmm. conversations. Mm-hmm. I've had the conversation with Addy. Mm-hmm. You know, we know where we stand. Like, we, we understand we all get married. And we also understand that it is a life partnership, which is why I did say that. Because we've already had this conversation. So it's important, I think, to have these conversations before you get, hey, before you get rocked, man. Bruh. Before you get hit with a, with a uppercut, with a, with a hadouken <laughs> out of nowhere. When one day you're thinking we've been in this for the last three, four years. Mm. And then your partner's like, I'm not trying to get married. You bought a ring or... Whatever you've saved up for, Lavola. Yeah, mm. and now they're like, "No, I'm not trying to get married." Mm. So have these discussions early. Find out what your partner's plans are. Mm. Even with kids, ask them, "Do you actually see yourself ever having kids?" That's what I was actually gonna ask you next. Like, ideally, you're a 24 year old man now. You're about to be 25 in a few months. <laughs> in mm. about half a year. That's crazy. Um, I'm aging like, I don't know, <laughs> but I'm aging. <laughs> I'm aging like. <laughs> uh, where do you see that first child coming up in this timeline? Like, in, in Vasana's TL of life. <laughs> <laughs> in my TL. Um, ideally, I'd like to have a child somewhere between 27 mm-hmm. and, like, yeah, 27 plus. 27 or older. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how many of these kids do you plan on having? Because it also depends on your lady. You know, she's got a <laughs> biological clock. Yeah, I feel like probably up to three. Up to three. Maybe. But I don't, I'm not saying I want three kids. No. I'm max. saying like max. <laughs> like Three is pretty much all you can have. I don't want to have a solo child. Like Yeah, same. Yeah, same. I don't want my child to be a, a single child. Yeah. <laughs> I guess yeah. that's yeah. what they An call them. child, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, so uh, I'll probably have two. Mm. children in the end or more mm. i'll see they just depend okay. and what about you do you, do you want kids <laughs> i do want kids bro like if i could have a kid now i would bro like i really i'm crazy about the idea I spit out my water <laughs> <laughs> i'm saying if i could yeah. like obviously i'm not in the position well i guess i kind of am but i'm not in the position to have a kid because i don't think i'm at the maturity level that entails mm. having a kid. I think I really just like the idea of having a kid at the moment, which is different. What? Okay, what is it about having a kid that ideally you'd want to have one now? Okay, I don't want to have one now. 
No, I'm just saying like, what is it that about having a kid? Like if oh everything was set up ideally, oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. feel like at this age you just have one. Man, look, I okay, I'm not gonna lie. When I see, I don't, I, I don't know how to describe it. I'm gonna be real with you because when I see a kid that's like super cute and that kid is just happy and their parents are loving, like they're just you know gushing over their child. There's something about that that I want, bruh. Mm. And then there's also that male thing of wanting somebody to carry on your name or your legacy or yeah. something like that. You, you want a son. I really do want a son. Like, I think as much as I would appreciate a daughter, it's too much of a hard life to bring a daughter into this world. Mm-hmm. And that's a sad fucking reality. It just is. bro. It's like, how much crap do I need to teach you to prepare you for the horror of this world if you're a woman, dude? I, I just, it's a lot. So it's convenient to have a boy child. <laughs> That's another thing. It's just yeah. more convenient. Not that I'm going to love my girl child any less. Yeah. I, it's I just, see. you don't have any control. Like, I can only imagine what my dad feels like knowing that my sister is at res the majority of the year. He can't protect her from the ills of society or, you know, what could possibly happen to her. You know, like, I feel that way and she's my sister. She's not even my child. Like, mm. having a girl child would just seem like a really difficult job. As difficult as it is to be a parent, just being a, yeah. a parent of a girl child is something else. Do you, do you feel like when you do have children eventually, Yeah, yeah. do you feel like you're going to... What type of parent do you think you'll be? Are you going to be open-minded, allow the child to find their own interests, like open them mm. up to a world of interests? Yeah. Like you'll take them out to do activities you're not interested in mm-hmm. just so they can experience it to see if this is what they might be interested in. No, oh, absolutely, bro. Or are you going to more guide them towards certain avenues? Look, I'm not going to lie, dude. When when I was a kid, I didn't want to do music lessons, right? Mm. In fact, I completely swore that I hated it and I told my parents I don't want to do this. But there was something about taking music lessons that I can retrospectively say made me more disciplined because it's like a matter of having to practice every week so you know your story by next week, you know how to play the song by next week. So it taught you discipline, it taught you, you know, to become a creature of habit. So there there, there are lessons in things that you don't want to do. You just don't realize it when you're a kid because you're like, I don't want to do this, I don't want to do this. Like, I wanted to play soccer all the time. That's always what I wanted to do. Eventually, I started playing soccer, lived my best life, loved it. But... I'm definitely going to be a parent that opens my children up to things that even that they don't want to do. Like, they Mm. can do what they want to do, but there are things, like, there are lessons that I want to instill in them that they can't find anywhere else, bro. Yeah. Like, now I'm crazy about music. I I I can't even imagine what my life would be if I didn't learn how to play the piano or the guitar or something like that. Yeah. So, yeah, what what kind of parent do you think you'd be? Do you think you'd be the open-minded type? I'll be open-minded. Yeah. But obviously, I... I'm open-minded, but with, yeah. with one T and C. That <laughs> even Addie knows this. Whether you are a girl, child, or a boy, whether I have a daughter or a son, mm-hmm. you will play football as a hobby. <laughs> as a hobby, you can't say you're gonna play football as a hobby. What do you mean? Like, like you will play soccer. You will watch soccer in this household. That's what we do. You can do everything else in the world as well, but <laughs> you will do that. Okay. Like that's not negotiable. So if you're if you're a boy or girl child ends up being well well shows an interest for say tennis 
right in the like yeah. the beginning of their childhood. They're gonna play tennis, but they still have to watch soccer. Yes, you you're gonna get to play tennis, go to tennis practice, and right after we're going to the football club, you go to football practice, yeah, and yeah, we go yeah. watch football. Oh my and We go watch tennis. We'll put them on the two TVs. Yeah, in this house, that is what we will follow. Vasani's <laughs> gonna be a tyrant, bro. You can just see it, bro. Yo, Vasani Manor, Matiwa Manor. This being is a tyranny of a place, bro. That's, that's the only TNC I have. You can do, you can be whatever sexuality you like, but you will like football. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> Yo, what if they don't like football, though, bro? Damn, that's gonna be like stepping right on my heart as their parent. <laughs> You want to sit there and watch <laughs> soccer with your kids? Yeah, like we gotta do this as a family. No, why don't you bond with them over their tennis, like, or some sport that you don't particularly yeah, like? Yeah, so I'm gonna do that, but I also need them to do it with me. Damn. Yes, you like, have to do that. Damn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's it's the one TNC I have. Ah oh, man, look. or at least one of my kids. If I have multiple children, yeah, 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 at least one needs to be into football. The eldest like, needs to know the story, man. Like, I just need to have one that's with me on that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like the rest of y'all could go be Roger Federer and scientists and marine biologists and whatever. But as long as one of you can come to him and be like, "Oh, the game was great, Dad." I'm like, "Indeed, it was." Shed a tear and know that I've achieved what I needed to. Oh, shame, bro. Okay, no, I feel you. I feel you on that. You want your kids to have similar interests to you. Yeah, you. Look, I think everyone wants a little version of them. Absolutely. But and I think, ultimately, you want a kid that you're going to like. Mm. Because you can love your kid, but it's like, yeah. do you actually like your kid? If your kid is into weird shit like Fortnite, <laughs> well, never mind. I can't even use that anymore. <laughs> All your diggers play Fortnite, man. <laughs> like, I'm just like, if your kid is into weird shit. Yeah. You might not like the kid. Like, oh, why is this yeah, kid so weird? I know thing. a lot of parents from school that have kids that are just weird, bro. That they yeah. look at them with just disappointment. Bro. Every parent can tell if their kid is cool or not. Absolutely. That's Absolutely. the one thing. Absolutely. Like, we could all tell my kid is cool. My kid's not cool. You could all tell, like, damn, yeah. my kid is going to be lonely. Yeah. Like, when they get to those ages of, like, relationships. Because yeah. as much as our parents like don't want to see us having sex and doing all these things in front of them. Yeah. They'd like that to know at least that we are capable of achieving that. <laughs> <laughs> this is facts. This is so facts. That's absolutely facts, bro. This is facts because I know someone, I won't mention names or from where cuz No, mention case. names. But I do okay, know of I <laughs> I know of a set of parents who found some sort of worry in their son who was like in his 20s mm-hmm. and he was having trouble with relationships like they mm-hmm. complained to my parents to be like like why is our son like not married doesn't Nigga, have a girlfriend this? so this is a thing that parents do have for their kids they need to know that our children are capable of finding romance or even a sexual mate dude yeah because like, like you said, although you don't want your kids to be having sex in front of you, or you don't, you at least want to know that your child shows promise, dude. Yeah. <laughs> in all spheres, bro. He shows promises of being a, a suitable sexual mate for somebody, shows promise of being a, a, a suitable romantic mate for somebody. You just want your kid to, bruh, show some promise. You don't want your kid <laughs> to be stuck in a room 
acne filled face <laughs> exactly. playing games all day. You don't. That's not what yeah. you ideally see for your child. Like I've I've got a perfect clip for this actually. All right. Of how parents feel. No, are you sexually active? I am not. No. Damn. You know I'm bitches. That's so random. <laughs> <laughs> It's a video of a guy going to the doctor's office with his mom. Oh. And the doctor's like, damn, you ain't got no bitches. The mom's like, yeah, he's so lame. <laughs> that is, that is but funny. Yeah, I think That's we funny. all, like, we all want a little version of us to yeah. achieve good things and enjoy Absolutely. life. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I, I want kids. Yeah. I know my partner wants kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think I could be with someone that doesn't want kids. Look, if okay, we're on music time, so I want this to be a thing. Maybe we can, you know, go over after the music time with this topic. But it's like, if my wife or my partner doesn't want to have kids of her own, or she can't rather, she can't mm, have kids yeah, of her own. Yeah, thing to I consider. want her to at least be susceptible or open to the fact of having an adoptive child, a foster child, because, like. Kids are important, dude, in your in your life story because they show markers of, you know, milestones in mm. your life, dude. Like, okay, this age I got my license. This age I graduated. This age I got my first job. This age I got my first car. This age I got my first child. Like, those are milestone markers in your life. Not for everybody, but yeah. for just personally speaking. So even if the child is not my own, I would like my partner to be open to the, you know, possibility yeah. of adopting a child. Maybe there's something wrong with me or there's something wrong with her and we can't have our own kid. So, yeah, I don't know. How do you feel about that? How do you feel about adoption? Adoption? I'm, I'm it's not a first choice, I know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it, it's a lot to consider. Yeah, it is. Because it definitely is. My thing is, right, there's, as I've learned in psych, mm is that there are certain things that do get passed down genetically. Right. And when you adopt someone, mm-hmm. you might find that you and the child have some differences mm-hmm. and you don't understand certain aspects of their behavior. Mm-hmm. And you'll feel like, is it me? Am I not parenting correctly? Right. Or what's wrong with this right. child? Why are they behaving like this? Mm-hmm. And it could be, this is the genetics at play. Like, mm-hmm. these are things that they've received from their biological parents right. as to why they're behaving like this. Mm-hmm. And those are things you're going to have to deal with, you know. And yeah. it well, becomes a bit tougher to deal with because then people get mad. and Or they get very disappointed. People very easily get tribal. Mm. What I mean by that is, as much as you could be like, I love my child. When thing when shit really is the fan, mm. you will get you there's a possibility you could get very tribal and be like, You're not my child. Like mm. I adopted you. Mm. I took you in, now you go into that whole rant of yeah, I took you in, mm. what what mm. you like you draw that line in the sand to say like you're not biologically mine. Yeah. Like that's why you're acting like this. Yeah. And you see, those are things to consider about adoption. Mm. That what if one day you get to that point where you draw the line because shit hit the fan. 
And now you're going to have to deal with a whole new set of problems. Yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah, there's definitely nothing easy about adopting a child that's not yours. Like you said, there's a lot to consider. But I think for the most part, when you go to these adoption agencies, they tell you, okay, the father was an addict, the mother had this and this. Mm. Like, they tell, they give you a background on, you know, where this child came from. So you can yeah. actually formulate in your mind, okay, what are some of the challenges that I could possibly arise, that could possibly arise when this child is 10, 12, mm. 18 then you, you know, you don't just adopt a child. You don't just take the child. You're <laughs> yeah. like, okay, he's cute. I'm taking him. Yeah, no. It's not pick and pay. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> bro. You don't just pick a nigga, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, you actually get to know the child. And they even, you know, let you take the child home on a trial basis to say, okay, especially if it's an older yeah, child. They give you a trial period. They do give you a trial period. They want to they okay. monitor if you are capable, if, especially if crazy. you're a first-time parent. I didn't know that. Dude, they can't just let anybody adopt a child. But bro. what happens like, like sexual predators if the tra- trial period fails, right? Right. Not like for any major wrong reason. Mm-hmm. But in that like month or so, you built a bond with the kid. Now the kid's going back down, going back to the foster home. Yeah, it sucks. That's crazy. It sucks. But yeah. I get why they would do a trial period to yeah. see if, if your home is a good fit for the child. Exactly. That yeah. makes sense. And if your habits are actually conducive to raising a child, like mm-hmm. are your habits good for the child yeah man the child can put the hubbly coals on my hubbly for me and exactly. go back to watch peppa pig go light my cigarette <laughs> <laughs> bring hey. it back on to <laughs> hot yeah, let's get into music man this All has right. been really good conversation absolutely absolutely so, um, so yeah for first time listeners of the show or returning listeners who don't pay too much attention Music time is is the part of the show where we play our favorite songs. I play African music. Caesar plays what he feels you guys should be listening to. Mm-hmm. And Allison also does the same. So this week, I've got a pick. All right. Um, I pick, it comes from a an entity, I'd say, like a group here in South Africa. Mm-hmm. I think they're known as the Skanda Republic, led by K.O. Okay. Yeah, it's co- yeah, they're called Skanda World. So it, the song is called Code Summer, and it features K.O., Loki, Roy, and Questa. Enjoy. Alrighty. 
So that was Kanda World with the song Cold Summer. The beat is nice. I like that beat a lot. That's a dope track, bro. Yeah. Um, you got a pick this week? Um, I actually don't, man. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hold you. I don't have a pick this week. Maybe uh, at the end of the show I might decide on something, but r- right now I don't know. Alright, no problem, no problem. Alright. Right, let's get into the second half of the show. Mm-hmm. You got any yeah. part tent? <laughs> I do, I do actually. Um it had to do with something I saw on Twitter. Um there was a guy. Tweets. Yeah. Yeah. There was a guy. <laughs> is this a Florida man? I know Florida man <laughs> tweets are always wild. Nah, nah. No, it was just a picture of a guy proposing to his honey. Okay. That said Bombaklot. <laughs> as these as these tweets do. And then somebody actually asked, What would you do if your partner proposes to you or you propose mm-hmm. to your partner and she says no? Mm. Where is the relationship after that? It's over. Is it just over? Like I'm single again. <laughs> <laughs> More big Sean for your head top. Uh, for real, though, like you, you, that's it. I feel like, oh, how do we recover? What no, is the, what is the it, conversation? Would it not I depend will, on her reasoning? I was for not ready no? to marry you. Yeah. Why? Maybe she's not there yet, bro. Well, well, why? <laughs> why? <laughs> why? <Yeah. laughs> I'm just asking, bro. Like, you feel like that's the end of the union? I feel as like soon as she says no. I don't. I feel like there's no coming back from that. Damn. Cause what are you gonna say to me? Like, you are gonna say I wasn't ready? I'm not ready yet. Yeah. Like, what have I not shown you that you're not ready yet? Do you know what I mean? <sighs> like, that's how I would take it if I got rejected. For a proposal, because I'm only proposing because I feel like we're both at that stage. Whereas, like, yeah, I've so shown you every side of me. So you you're know? you're afraid of you feeling deeper about her than she feels about you. To say that I'm ready to marry you, but you're not necessarily. Mm, ma- ready I feel to like marry it me. means that clearly you have reservations about me. Shit. That's how I would see it. I'd be like, it means you still have some reservations about me or this relationship. Even if it's not about me. You just might have reservations about the relationship as a whole mm-hmm. to a point that you feel like you don't think we should take it further. How do you feel about your honey proposing to you? Would that make you feel like less of a man? <laughs> I don't think it would make me feel like less of a man, but it would feel weird. It would definitely be weird. Yeah, right? I'd find it weird. To that. Yeah, I think I might laugh during the whole like <laughs> thing, <laughs> not because I'm laughing at you, but I just laugh at how absurd it all is. Just like, oh damn, okay. Look, but man, we need to dismantle these don't, Western traditions. Don't propose to me in public. <laughs> <laughs> as a woman, don't propose yeah, to you. As a woman, don't in propose public. to be in public. <laughs> Moko speak for all men, but for me as Vosani, you just don't do that. Eddie, don't do it in public. Like let's set up a nice intimate place. You know? Yeah. yeah. Then propose to me. Cool. I'll accept. I'll say yes. Yeah, you know. Uh, you'll get on your knee, I'll give you my hand. <laughs> do the whole thing. <laughs> but don't do this like in the middle of the mall. Like no. Oh no. That's sicko mode anyways. I don't like the idea of proposing in a mall. Yeah. I don't intend to propose in public. Yeah, no, no. If no. it's gonna be any what public it'll be in front of our D 
dearest and closest friends Absolutely. and family. It needs to be like a family function yeah, or some shit. But somewhere. otherwise, some I will never propose at the mall, at the restaurant. Mm-mm. Like, no. Mm-mm. I saw somebody proposing to his honey in <coughs> McDonald's. And like oh, yeah. <laughs> he's a staff worker at McDonald's, and his girl's a staff worker at McDonald's too. And like you just see everybody in the background, nobody cared. Everybody yeah. was still flipping burgers and taking orders. Ordering. <laughs> <laughs> no one, no one clapped. No, no one did oh, that. Oh man, yeah, it's, it's tragic. S- sad scenes. Look. Would you let your girl propose to you? Absolutely, well, would you? Bro. Like, would you have any issues with it? I'm a progressive guy. Look. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm a progressive guy. Like if you feel. Look, this is a thing that I see a lot of women... Um, well, it's portrayed in movies in any case. That yeah. women have to prompt their guys to propose to them. Like, they have to prompt... Like, they have to push them. Yeah. You feel like, when is he going to marry me? When is he going to marry me? Like, nigga, if you feel like getting married, why don't you fucking open your mouth and propose to me? <laughs> How about that? <laughs> propose to me. Because niggas are dumb, bro. We don't see the signs yeah. that women, you know, want us to marry them at that time. Yeah, men don't see signs in general. We don't see signs. That's like factual, all kinds bro. of signs. You like you just need to spell it out for us. Spell it out. See, when are you gonna propose to me? Then I'll be like, I bet one year plan, I'm gonna save up and we're gonna get married. Should we be in the space? You know mm. that were that's conducive for a marriage. Then yeah. yes, absolutely, I will marry you. But don't run around crying to your friends that I'm not marrying you if I don't even know that's what you want, yeah. bro. <laughs> like that's literally, niggas do things for two reasons: because they want to smash, and because their woman told them to. <laughs> <laughs> it's never because I wanted to do. <laughs> I tell you this yeah. much, was I tell you this much? Last week, um, uh, my lady and I were like. Look, man, we, we haven't gone out in a long time. We haven't really, you know, enjoyed company, our, each other's company out in public. We should do something, which is this week, this mm. past Friday. And she was like, yeah, I think that's a great idea. You know, we should, we should go out, we should dress up, we should, you know, get some drinks and enjoy each other's company out in public. The, t- the time came Friday because we're very much homebodies. Yeah, and we're like, baby, the weather outside. Have you seen it? <laughs> like, don't you think we should, you know, stay in? And yeah. we're sitting there trying to convince each other to like, you know, leave the house. Yeah. Until eventually, I was like, nah, babe, I think we should stay in. She's like, Caesar, we're going out. I'm like, okay, tail between the legs, and I'm like, okay, we're going out. But like, that's literally because she wanted to go out. Yeah. We never really do anything because the nigga wants to do it. Yeah, that's and how. T- unless you guys are on the same page and what you want to do. That's how most relationships are. Absolutely. Relationships are a tale of compromise. And compromise is doing whatever she wants to do. Yeah. <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> that's like, the compromise. That's just how it is, man. Yeah. You got to you got to like worship the ground your lady walks on. Absolutely, bro. Yeah. Absolutely. If you're not doing that, you're not doing it right, man. Hey, look. Don't don't be prideful like I ain't got to do that. Nah, like no. Look, if you're not like, willing to do that, then yeah. okay. If you're not gonna <clears throat> do that willingly, then you're not with the right person. Because exactly. I, I, I was like that, but with other girls, I was like prideful about. It. I was like, oh, fuck, it's whatever. But like now, I'm like, shit. I actually want to do things for her. I want to do things with her. Like yeah. it's a much better feeling, you know, knowing yeah. that you're doing this shit out of the goodness that is left in the savage heart. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah, it's true, man. If you're not going to do it willingly, uh, reestablish about, like, reestablish the person that you're with, man. Mm. Reconsider. I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot. Absolutely. Um, one last question on this topic. Mm-hmm. 
what comes first for you? Proposing or lobola? Yeah. Oh, the pod line is ringing. <laughs> one moment. Talk, then I, ain't say I guess there's no one on our pod line. I don't know if we'll edit that out. It's just pr- prank callers. <laughs> Who still has a telephone, bro? If we don't edit it out, well, yeah. Ah. Anyway, <laughs> I was question. asking, what comes first for you, lowballer or no? Uh, we're we're gonna just no. Okay, mm-hmm. we'll have to cut this out. Yeah. Anyways, come here often. <laughs> <laughs> Third time's a charm, Vista. You want to get that? All right, and we let's go. Uh, So I was was saying, what comes first for you? Going through the lobola Mm -hmm. negotiations, right? Going to her family and. Doing your the right thing, you know, paying global or machadi, whatever you wanna call it, mm-hmm. uh, or proposing and then proposing second, or proposing first. Actually, see, does she actually wanna marry me? Like proposing to her, and then you tell her, okay, don't wear the ring. Now I'm gonna go to your family, and do the whole global negotiations. Then you whoop out the ring after that's settled. But at least mm. like she now knows that the two of you are. Together, you're engaged or married. Well, Lobola means you're married, but mm, Western, mm. we talk in Western terms, you're engaged. <sighs> That's a tough one, dude. I don't know. I think I, I personally yeah. would go with proposing first. Yeah. She says yes. Then she doesn't wear the ring. And then now I go and do the whole family and traditional thing of doing the Lobola negotiations. Because mm-hmm. I already know I've got her. Like, it's in the bag. Like, the okay. game is won. We, we've bribed the referee. <laughs> the game is won. But <laughs> now we just got to play the match. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I feel like that's the way I'd go about it. Okay, here's a question that should precede that one. Why are we doing both? Why are you doing... Okay, because the, the proposal seems more Western, obviously. Will you marry me with a ring? Mm. That seems quite Western. And then you're going to go propose the idea to her family. Are you going to ask her, would you marry me? If so, can I continue negotiating with your family? Or will you marry me? So now you're already engaged, and then you go and propose it to the family. I guess a bit of both. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like during the proposal, I'll just ramble on, like you know, let's do it. Or I get married <laughs> to you, but of course, I still need to go negotiate with your family. Okay. But okay. Yeah. Okay. This okay. is it. This is the moment we've okay. been waiting that for. That would make sense then. <laughs> and then <laughs> she could say yes, 
Because yeah. Lobola can always be handled. Yeah. You right, can right, always right. need it's, it's a negotiation. Yeah. So you, you'll always get the outcome either way. Absolutely. But her actually agreeing to marry you. Yeah. That can't be negotiated. Absolutely. You yeah. can't negotiate with a lady like, okay, so would you marry me? If you marry me, this is what you're going to get. Okay, <laughs> then she's like, no, and you're like, okay, but if I throw in two Ferraris and whatnot, would you still marry me? Like, it doesn't work like nah, that. No, 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 no. Right. No. Yeah, so <laughs> propose first. Yeah. And then let her know if you're on your way now to send your uncles. You're sending the gang. Sending the... Sending the gang to the, to her place. <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, I'd do it like that. I'd get an I like, I don't know. I'd say, would you marry me? And then once I know that she would marry me, that's when I'd go to the, to the uncles and ask them. I wouldn't propose, be engaged already, and then go to the uncles. You understand? Because mm. what am I going to go do with the uncles? It's for her to marry me. Yeah. So they know what the intention is already. Not, will you marry me? She agrees. And then we go to the uncles. Like, it seems... I don't know. I don't know, man. This whole thing just seems like you're doing double the work. <laughs> <laughs> just like, tell me if, you, if you'll if you marry me. Tell me when you want to get married so I can go speak to your niggas. And then we can set up a date. That's how we're going to do it. For me, the most important thing is the lobol. Yeah. Like, yeah. we can always see the actual charade of a wedding. Yeah. All that later, but once Lobola's done, we are married. We're married, exactly. You are now my wife, I'm your husband. So that's what the most important thing is for me. But they want the charade. This is the thing about the whole thing. Yeah, the charade will come, man. It's necessary. It will come, but (laughs) once we've done the Lobola, we're together, man. We in this. (laughs) We in this. We in this, man. Ah, no, no. I'm chilled, man. All right. What's trending, Vusi? Right, let's go. Let's browse through some trending topics real quick. Browse, yeah. Savage X Fenty Rihanna show. Mm-hmm. Lots of headlines. The show was incredible. Big Sean was on the runway. Lizzo was in lingerie. As looking usual. all kinds of nice and thick. Shout out to Big Curved Woman and Lizzo representing them. Not Lizzo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to say the right things. <laughs> yeah, but not her. <laughs> like, shout out to Big Curvy Women, but not her. These are the views of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so shout out to Rihanna um, her, her uh, Fenty line with Savage mm-hmm. it's, it's great I mean it's inclusive They even have like sexy wear for men Of all sizes From mm-hmm. skinny men to big men Yeah, like I Not felt, big I men like part of it. Not big men like with muscles Like no the big man that has an umkaba You know Like yeah So Rihanna's range is inclusive of yeah. everyone yeah, which I is can. a very nice thing, you know. It's where this is where Victoria's Secret lost the plot. Victoria's mm. Secret mm. was only made for people of European f- slender figures. You know, it was made for skinny white women essentially. Okay, <laughs> let's just rewind there for a second. Are European physiques skinny? I don't know. I'm just saying. Just the way you said it. Well, the models European that we, the models that physiques. if you ask me to imagine a Victoria's oh, Secret model, okay, it's okay. always a skinny white lady. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Except for Naomi Campbell, of course. Yeah. And Tyra Banks, of course. Fuck Tyra Banks. What do you mean, fuck Tyra <laughs> Banks? She's a model, and she modeled for Victoria's Secret, and so did yeah, yeah, Naomi Campbell. Tyra was a tyrant on that show of hers. Oh, here we go. So, yeah. 
Look, man, it's in the past. Are we still going to judge people with <laughs> their past transgressions? In that case, fuck Chris Brown. Yeah, bro. No, you I'm love joking. Chris Brown. I so love I. Chris Brown, bro. <laughs> Listen, I tweeted something this week, right? Yeah. <clears throat> hmm. I tweeted something this week that I said, cancel culture. It's not consistent enough. Mm-hmm. This is something we've discussed many a time on the pod. Right. I said, cancel culture is not consistent enough. The goalposts always get shifted, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So people go and do what you like. Go shop at the shops you want. You wanna shop at H and M? Do it. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Mm-hmm. You wanna shop at Take a Lot? Clicks? Do it. It's mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. It's your life. Mm-hmm. You wanna listen to Chris Brown, Tory Lanez, and R Kelly in one playlist? Go ahead, bro. Play that shit. I like, don't think I'm gonna come out the same person. Although those. <coughs> Three artists <laughs> would make a fire playlist. Exactly, <laughs> but do it. Go ahead. Yeah, like, yeah. This cancel culture thing, like I said, it's not consistent, guys. No, it's the not. goalpost game. I fucking deleted TikTok the one time. Mm-hmm. I decided to go against my own views of cancel culture. Mm-hmm. I was like, let me go with the crowd. Mm. Let me cancel TikTok. I deleted TikTok. I used to enjoy watching TikToks. Mm. I deleted that shit. Deleted my account, and. Fast forward a few months later, here are all you black people on TikTok again, Still. having the time of your lives. Mm. And I was like, oh, so I'm the slimmer here. I'm the <laughs> one that deleted TikTok alone. Oh, okay. <laughs> you yeah, know what I yeah, mean? Nah, I feel you. So I after feel that, I was like, fuck this shit, bro. Like, honestly, yeah. I'm going to do me. Yeah. I don't care what the crowd is saying. I don't care what they say about this artist or this actor. Mm. If I like them, I'm going to watch them. I'm going to. Look at their content. Yeah. It's, it's, I'm going to live for me. Look, I fully agree, dude. And there is, it's not even a fine line. There's a huge distinction between consuming somebody's content that you enjoy and condoning exactly their actions away from whatever their artistic expression is, bro. Yeah. Like if Chris Brown recreationally beats up his girlfriend, I'm not, well, not recreationally. That sounds like he does it for fun or something. <laughs> But if Chris Brown <laughs> crazy. is out there <laughs> doing what? No, shh, listen, don't laugh because you're going to make it worse. Every time you laugh, these types of things get blown up. And I don't want that to happen, so shh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but laugh. You are. <laughs> when Chris Brown does these things, we feel like, oh, okay, he does that in his not his spare time. You see, I can't find the right word. It's not like he's beating up people in his spare time. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know how to word it, but it's yeah, not I like we're condoning the behavior. Yeah, we, we really like Chris Brown's dance moves. That's it. Exactly. We like his singing. We like his voice. We like his look. We like how he dances. That's where we draw the line. That's it. Whatever he does away from music is completely... His business, okay, it's our business because he's a celebrity. Fine, I get it, and a lot of people look up to him. Yeah, but yeah, we like, you should be able to listen to music exactly. indifferently. We don't condone, like you said, we just don't condone the injustices, but we yeah. like the art. We are separating Absolutely. the art from the person, and, and you that can is possible. Do that. It's possible. Yes, you can separate the art from the artist from the person, right? Yeah. So that's what I'm gonna do, man. I was fucking bumping Tory Lane's project just this week. That shit is fire. The new one. Yeah. It's fire. Okay. It's controversial because it's obviously all the songs are about Meg and what happened. <laughs> oh, shit. But otherwise, the beats are fire. The man's in his bag singing and rapping this at the top level as he usually mm. does. Mm. And I was like, yeah. I saw tweets of people saying, 
oh, Tori already got like so many views and mm. streams. Mm. He's he didn't get cancelled. Y'all are fake. And I'm like, no, yeah. we're just doing what we like. We're listening to exactly. artists that we like to listen to. Look, like this <laughs> is the thing. I think I get the people that say they want to cancel R. Kelly because they did say that a lot of the songs that they were that he was making were songs about underage women. Mm. Supposedly, I mean, yeah, allegedly, we can't really prove that. But when you listen back to some of the songs, you do hear it differently all of a sudden, right? And that's the reason why they wanted to cancel him. They thought it was sick. Yeah. Okay. Then with like people like Michael Jackson, it was like, okay, he's singing about love. He loves girls according to his music, and he's supposedly molesting little kids. That's why Michael Jackson was never really canceled, bro. It's like. His music doesn't reflect his reality the way R. Kelly's did. Uh, Chris Brown's music yeah. doesn't reflect his pr- his reality the way See, R. Kelly's this does. This is the thing now. Yeah. Six God Drizzy, right? Did you just call him Six God Drizzy? <laughs> yeah, six who God, are you? This is Six God Drizzy. No, tell me who you are. Six God Drizzy, Jamaica Drake. <laughs> right? The Tings. The, the Tings Mandem. one. Yeah, right? <laughs> Aubrey from the Mandem, you know? <laughs> Drake has a controversial streak of dating women who are like 17 uh, 18 is the legal age but he he dated georgia smith so he had some sort of relationship with her mm-hmm. now he's rapping about a dated scissor back in 08 back in 08 scissor was about 17 oh, possibly no. turning 18 he was oh, in no. his 20s already at, in 08 so where's this thing of Drake now with underage girls the same way it was with uh, Kelly. It's oh, not there. Nah. It's the likability like factor. You see, mm. this is why I say the goalposts get shifted too yeah. much in cancel culture. Because mm-hmm. when it's one person, everyone's like, let me tool. Let me look away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when it's another person, they're like, let's go after yeah, them. Bring absolutely. out the pitchforks. Let's get them. This is the thing. Drake still has the people on his side. The whole reason why R. Kelly wasn't cancelled back in 2000 is because he still had everybody on his side. As mm. soon as Drake does something that makes people turn against him, I don't know, even if his output starts to decline in terms of music, people are going to turn against him for some reason and be like, oh, remember when Drake told us that he dated a 17-year-old SZA? And then it's going to be like, oh, yeah, now the R. Kelly shit's going to start happening to Drake. I think... What makes R. Kelly sicker is that he pissed on somebody else. I think that's what makes it really disgusting. It's like, people can overlook a lot of things, dude. Even the underage shit. But the fact that R. Kelly urinated on another human being will never be forgiven. Every time that gets mentioned, I always think of that Boondocks episode. Everybody always thinks about Where Riley was like, just move out the way. Like, (laughs) getting pissed on. Just gonna let someone piss on you. It's not like you were chained, bro. Like, you can't literally move, bro. That was hilarious. So it's got a lot to do with likability, man. Having the masses on your side, Drake can get away with anything at this point, bro. Yeah, so yeah, that's my two cents on cancel culture, man. Do what you like, guys. Mm. Like, don't worry about the hive mind. When Mm. that one person is like, you listen to so and so, I'm judging you. Okay, and you are, like, yeah, your opinion matters because, yeah, like, okay, (laughs) my moral. My moral compass draws the line at R. Kelly, bro. And I love R. Kelly. I really do. I, I have to tell you guys, I love that man's music, bro. But my moral compass is so... 
You know how, like, when you're in a storm and the compass just does all sorts of weird things? <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel about R. Kelly, dude. Like, as much as I love his music, I love his tone, I like his style, I just can't get past <laughs> the things that he's done or yeah. supposedly done. Like, yeah, I can enjoy an R. Kelly verse, but I can't get through an R. Kelly album anymore. Mm. Like, Juicy Booty is one of my favorite songs, <laughs> right? Yeah. Janae, Chris, Robert, you guys did you got, you guys did something really special on that track. Yeah. But I can't listen to the re-up anymore, you know? I mm-hmm. can't listen to World's Greatest. I can't, I can't listen to those songs anymore because you did what you did, my nigga, and you're like, oh, man. It sucks, man. It's only because his music... Reflects his reality. Yeah, that's where I draw the line. Yeah, but anyways, nah, I'm I'm done. How do you? Where do you want to go from this? Do you still have anything else on your trending list? Um, in my trending list, uh, Tiger. It's the last <laughs> one I want to mention, man. Uh, so, uh, skinny nigga, big balls. <laughs> <laughs> Tiger's out here on OnlyFans. Apparently, his nudes got leaked. Uh. I also there was a tweet that ex- that summed up a lot of our experience where the tweet was like I woke up to see Tiger trending and now I regret finding out why Tiger's trending. Mm-hmm. Same shit happened to me. Like, Did you I, see the news? I saw the news cuz I was like, "Oh, Tiger's on the trending list." I pressed and then I saw the I came across a photo of uh, a dick. <laughs> and I was like, ah. This is gross, man. A dick. Yeah, that is fucking gross. <laughs> Why uh, is this dick gross? Or <laughs> I still want to see dicks in the book. Bo- <laughs> I could have on the timeline. So, yeah, I thought maybe Tiger released a new song or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But no, it's just because he's on OnlyFans. Yeah. He's not doing his porn shit. Did you see the promotional photo? Yeah, I saw that. That was hot, right? Yeah, it was nice. <laughs> it was nice. <laughs> <laughs> what do you feel about... Uh, what do you think about the people that say, um, are you guys really fucking white women out there? Yeah, I say that too, man. You you think it's weird that black men are having sex with white women? I do. Why is that? I don't know. Maybe I'm just a lot like Dr. Umar. Like... <laughs> Dr. Vumar? <laughs> Listen, man. You brothers are lost out here. Dr. Urmar. Right. <laughs> that fusion would be dope, but hey. I need to do the fusion dance of Dr. Umar. Imagine if Dr. Umar did a fusion dance. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> Imagine if Dr. Umar did the fusion with Sim. Do you know how black conscious that individual would be? Oh my goodness. We did the future dance with the sim. Oh my god, it'd be like the black conscious super saiyan. Like my boy, you're lost, my boy. <laughs> oh, you're lost, my boy. <laughs> you can't be out here having sex with these white women, my boy. <laughs> oh man. No ways, bro. Uh, what? Guys, shout out to Sim, man. That's my fighter for black consciousness. Real, for real, for real. Yo. Anytime I see people oh, disregarding blackness on the timeline, I will tag some <laughs> and bring him to to come fight our case. 
Sim doesn't fight cases on Twitter, bro. <laughs> That's one thing, but he will talk your head off in real life, bro. <laughs> There's a thing. Look, I don't mind niggas having sex with white women, especially if I know that you guys are having sex with black women. Like, you're Tyga. You think he's exclusively having sex with white women? I don't know. I highly doubt that. But what is his dating history? Didn't he date Black China or some crap like that? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah, come on, guys. I, don't know, I just think, let me say this. There's nothing wrong having sex with other races, right? Absolutely. Yeah, interracial relationships and sex, it's cool. Mm-hmm. But it's, yeah, it's normal. Yeah. And what I'll say is, just don't do it while disrespecting your own race or shaming your own race. Absolutely. So don't yeah. say, I have a preference for white women because negative things about black women. No. Mm. Like, just say, mm. I have a preference for white women. Cool. That's it. Yeah. Just leave it there. And if someone says, okay, and why not black women? Just be like, ah, I just like white women more. That's about it. Yeah, yeah. No yeah. other reason. Don't now be like, because black women are like this and like that. You know what it is. No, don't do that. That's where I don't like when black guys do that. Yeah, also, I don't like that. And I don't like it when women do it either. Because yeah. back in my Tinder days, I saw a lot of bios from my from black girls saying that white women, um, uh, white men only in their bios. So that they only want white men, okay, to approach them. That's fine. But then when you, when you match with these types of women, you find out why they only want uh, white men and not black men. It's because black men cheat. Black men are stingy with money. Black men are this and this and this and this. So I feel you when you say that. You shouldn't actually have to shame. Yeah. You know, but I think the reason why guys do it is because if you're telling another black guy why you prefer white women over black women, you feel like you have to justify it in some way. Yeah. Because the black guy's naturally going to judge you. It's like, how can you not have an attraction towards your own race? The other guy's going to be like, Bro, come on, you only fuck with white women, and then there's going to be that judgment thing. And then niggas be like, yeah, this is why I don't fuck with black women. Then it, it becomes a thing of having to shame them. Yeah. And it should not It should never be like that. It should be a two-way thing of, okay, you prefer black, uh, white women, that should be your thing. I should, there should be no judgment in that conversation of, bro, you don't know what you're missing when it comes to black women. You don't know, you know how great it is to be with a black... No, you should just be like, you have your preference, live your life. Why don't people know how to mind their business as well? Exactly. Like, you like white women, that should be your thing, bro. That's fine. Yeah. I agree. But yeah, definitely don't shame your your people in the process, bro. Because yeah. it shows lack of unity out there. That's yeah, what one man. thing. Like, when you know when people say, you know what other people would think? I don't like that. Yeah, I hate I don't, it. I, I don't like that, really. But when it shows lack of unity in your like your race or even in your family, dude, I, yeah. I don't I don't like it when you're showing people that you're not united. It just makes you appear weak. Like it's just like self hate, man. Like yeah. you came from a black woman. Like so, is this how you feel about your mom, about yeah. your sister? Yeah. Like, do you see them the same way you're describing black women? Mm. Like, yeah. And you shouldn't even have to come to a point of bringing in your close ones. Yeah. Like, absolutely. just any black ones. That's how you feel about them. Like, really? Mm. Like, no, man. Anyway, that, that's, that's it on my part, man. I've got nothing more to say. No, I've got nothing more to say either, man. I think I think we're Gucci with that. Um, you want to do your shout outs and whatnot? Uh, shout out to Eddie. It's my baby. It's my boo. Um, I love you, baby. Shout out to all our listeners. Shout out to everyone that's enjoying the show. 
you know, mm. hating the show, whatever. Just shout out to you for listening. We appreciate you so much. Shout out to Allison, our co-host. Shout out to the world. Um, yeah, man. Shout out to COVID getting Trump. <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up. Uh, I'm just playing, man. I'm just playing. I'm like, not. no matter how messed up you are, I'll never wish ill on nobody. Um, um, I'm uh, wishing ill on anybody that has no regard for me. Or my type, <laughs> my type of people, my people. So no, I'm glad that Rona grabbed Trump by the pussy. <laughs> yeah, that's what you deserve, my nigga. I uh, what else? I I've got no more shoutouts. Mm-hmm. You got any shoutouts? Shout out to my lady. Shout out to our amazing listeners. Shout out to uh, Rocco Mamas. Uh, they need to help us. Like they need to secure the bag. We need to secure the bag from Rocco Mamas. We'll be talking no, about we'll that. We'll be eating out a lot at Rocco's. We'll be eating out. Big. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. I'm not eating no buns at Rocco's. Besides the burger buns. <laughs> yeah, man. Just um, have a great week, you guys. Be productive. Be kind to one another, and hands off our queens. That's all I gotta say, man. It's been episode sixty-six. We out. Peace.